Hey there, my preppy mamas. Welcome back to the new Mom Boss Podcast, episode 99. I can hardly believe it's almost 100 episodes. It's been such great fun sharing everything about pregnancy and postpartum with you all and bringing on all the different special guests. It's been such a ride. So I'm working on putting together my 100th episode and I want to thank you guys in advance. And I'll be thanking you mamas some more on that episode. But anyhow, today's episode is all about birth plan versus postpartum plan. I've been talking a little bit about it in the last few episodes, but today I kind of wanted to break each one down. I know a lot of you have probably heard of a birth plan and kind of know what that is already. You might already have one prepared, and that's wonderful. But for those of you who aren't that familiar, I'll just break down the birth plan, which everyone says you should have, and you should. But then I'll also go into a postpartum plan, which is something no one talks about. And I have a little bit of a bone to pick with that part of our reality as part of our getting ready for our babies. It's nobody's fault, but it's definitely something I want to shine a light on. So let's do that. Hi, I'm Calista Anderson, a new mom coach and educator. I help new moms just like you during pregnancy and beyond to figure out what to do next and how to do it so that you feel prepared equipped with the proper knowledge and ready for your precious baby, allowing you to enjoy the wonderful runway into mommyhood. If you're navigating through pregnancy with a million things on your mind that you know you have to get done or learn about, then this is the podcast for you. I have been where you are and I totally get it. I'm a mom of three and my first two babies were back to back, only 13 months apart those first couple of years were a pretty challenging time, but it made me a fast new mom master, and it gave me a newfound passion for mamas-to-be and their babies. It was during this intense learning curve of the new mom life I had a light bulb moment and said, wow, isn't it interesting that we women prepare way more for our weddings, like a year in advance, and put so much energy into every last detail, yet we don't do the same thing for becoming a new mom. I was inspired to combine my experience along with my professional background as a registered nurse and a certified lactation counselor to help women get ready for their babies like they were getting ready for their weddings, to make them feel like a boss when that sweet baby arrived. So I created my business new mom boss and started this show the new mom boss podcast to help prepare women for the most important job of their lives becoming a mom i am so glad you are here and want to thank you in advance for taking the time to learn for your baby we moms are changing the world one baby at a time and i can hardly wait to get started so let's go Alright, so what is a birth plan? So a birth plan is exactly what the name says it is. 
It's a plan for when you go into labor or give birth to your baby. So that is the plan you have for that day. So that includes your personal information in case you just have to hand it over to somebody and you're in labor and you don't have to go through all the details such as your personal information, who your doctor is, your healthcare team, who you want there with you during your labor, the specific things you want and don't want during labor. So what type of pain medicine you're willing to receive and what you don't, all those kinds of things. And then also what you want during delivery. So things you can include as part of your birth plan for the delivery are things like, do you want to use certain medications like Pitocin to help with the delivery or an episiotomy? Like some of these things are things you plan on or not plan on getting, but sometimes things are done in emergency situations like a C-section. So there are things you can write in your birth plan, you know, in the the perfect plan to come into fruition. That's what a birth plan is. But obviously, if things happen, the doctor may need to do things that are not part of your birth plan. But at least the healthcare team knows what your wishes are and they do their best to stick to that. And then also part of the birth plan is an after birth plan which is, you know, the immediate few hours after birth. So once your baby is born, do you want your baby placed on your chest immediately, which is very, very good. It's skin to skin right away, which is becoming more and more a common practice. And that is really good for the baby to get that warmth directly from mom. You know, you start bonding right away. There's so many great things about the skin to skin right after birth. And I have an episode on that called The Magical Hour. It was one of my episodes in the the earlier episodes. It truly is a magical hour. Other things you can include are things like breastfeeding. Are you going to be breastfeeding? Do you want your baby to have a bottle or not have a bottle? Because sometimes they do, if they have to take your baby, you know, to step away from you for whatever reason and they have to feed your baby, you know, is that something you're willing to do or let your baby have. So there's that. There's also, you know, who wants to cut the umbilical cord? Is that something you want? And there's things like delayed cord clamping, which I should have a whole episode on because that's like one of the the newest things that people are doing. Are you going to do cord blood banking? There's all kinds of things. Oh, also placenta. If you want to do placenta encapsulation, that is a big thing that needs to be on the birth plan and needs to be conveyed to the team because there's a whole process for that. Also, what you want to have done to your baby, like vitamin K, heel sticks, and eye ointment, those are things you want to put on your birth plan if that's something you want to have done to your baby, if you want your baby to stay in your room. And if you have a baby boy, do you want baby to be circumcised or not? All these things can go into a birth plan. So the health team is not asking you all these little things all the time. And so you won't forget either. You're going to be exhausted from labor and delivery. And you don't want to have to think about these things. Hopefully you'll have thought about all these things that you want and don't want ahead of time. So that's a lot, right? And it's wonderful to put all these together, think about everything and put it down on paper. Now, I love birth plans, but I do have to say, I wish it was a longer plan. 
there is so much more that happens after the birth and after the first few hours of birth, I should say, that isn't planned ahead. So there is a postpartum plan that pregnant mamas should be doing and we're not. And I didn't. And no one is putting one together for the most part. And no one is talking about it, which is really doing all of us moms a disservice. So a postpartum plan is a plan for after birth. But what is postpartum? Now, people have different definitions, depending where you look it up. Postpartum just means after birth. Now, is it just the first few hours? You can think of it that way, but really, it is a lot longer than that. A lot of cultures look at the postpartum period as the first 40 days after birth. Different cultures, it's, it's common in the Asian culture and South American culture that the postpartum period or the first 40 days, there's a lot of things that they do to help mom recover, and that's the first 40 days. We can also look at postpartum period as the fourth trimester, which is the first three months after birth. And we know that trimesters are about 12 weeks long. So it's that 12 weeks of time with the baby when the baby is very tiny and we are trying to mimic the womb, even though they are outside of us now. And in that time, baby's going through a lot, but so is mom. But in my definition, I would say that the postpartum period is even longer than that. It's really the fourth and fifth trimester, which is about the first six months after birth, because so much happens during that time. Well, let's talk about the first three months after birth. You are getting used to breastfeeding, not getting enough sleep, staying home a lot with a baby. You're probably taking time off of work and all the normal activities that you were doing before you had a baby. And it's a big transition. You can ask any mom with young kids because they can still kind of remember the early days. Ask them, how was the postpartum time for you? How long did it take until things got easier? And most moms will say six months, and I can attest to that. I remember one of my sleepless nights after breastfeeding my baby girl, changing her diaper and rocking her back to sleep. I was exhausted, and she was about eight weeks old. And I took a moment, and I was like, oh my god, like it all came crashing down for me at about eight weeks because the first several weeks I was on an adrenaline high, you know, having my first baby. She was so beautiful and precious and I always was so excited to talk about her and send pictures and, you know, maybe post about her every once in a while. But the sleep deprivation just accumulates and then boom, it was like I couldn't walk straight all of a sudden after eight weeks. Anyway, that's a little bit of a tangent story, but not really because it relates to what I'm talking about, which is the postpartum period and how we don't really have a plan for it. And even myself, I know that I'm a huge planner. And if you ask people who know me personally, they will tell you I'm a planner. I'm an organized person. And I did a lot of planning and organizing before baby arrived, but it wasn't for the right things. Anyhow, on this night that I'm talking about, I was rocking my baby in bed. She fell asleep and I was like, oh my God, like my best friend was the first of our group to have babies. And so I texted her like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. When is this going to get better? And she reluctantly and kindly told me like, it gets better around like seven months. And I was like, 
oh my God, what? Like five more months of this? Uh-uh. Like, I, I don't think I'll be able to take it. Like, I can't wait that long. But I was like, you know, she would know she already has two kids. So I kind of just accepted it and sucked it up. But then, as many of you have heard me tell the story, when my daughter was four months old, I found out I was pregnant again. And I was like, I didn't know whether to cry or be happy. And I really don't think I had a strong emotion. I just went into find a solution for the second time around mode like that. I just went into like this automatic, like almost robotic because I couldn't get into my emotions. I knew I only had nine months to get ready for another baby. And so I got to work as far as planning things. Like I planned, like I thought I planned, like I said, but I was like, where did I go wrong? What, what was I missing the first time around? What made things hard for me? What can I do to make things not only easier next time around, but even better? I wanted to be able to bond with my new baby and then my first baby and not be so exhausted. I found that I had no plan after my first baby was born, other than my plan was I was going to love it really hard, you know, and that's a great piece of the plan, but it's super duper incomplete. So I got to work and what came out of that second pregnancy was a solid postpartum plan, which I had not heard anyone talk about before or tell me to do as a first time mom. And this is one of the things that made me start New Mom Boss because I wished I had felt like a boss at New Motherhood like the first time around. I figured out the second time around, but I just felt for my old self like I could have bonded even more with my baby. I could have breastfed better or, you know, I had nipple injuries like the first week. I could have done a better job, you know, and it's it's not anyone's fault really, but I just wasn't prepared. There's a reason second time moms are more chill and, you know, like they got things. And it's because they usually had to learn the hard way doing everything unprepared the first time and having to figure it out. But it usually takes six months to a year for new moms to figure it out. I had to figure it out a lot faster because of my second baby. But the truth is you don't have to go through all that trial and error the first time. It's just that our culture doesn't tell us to have a postpartum plan like they tell us to have a birth plan. So the whole like just wait six months, it's going to get better. That is not 100% true. You can plan so many things ahead of time so that you're not left trying to figure it out with a new crying baby in your arms. So if you are pregnant and want a roadmap that will give you the best postpartum experience, then I want you to sign up and join me at my Prepping for Postpartum workshop, which is coming up soon. It's a five-day workshop that's going to help you create a postpartum plan that will help you thrive in the fourth trimester and beyond. I am so excited to have this workshop and give you guys the support that you'll need for the postpartum period. Each of the five days, we'll go over something different that will cover different parts of your life. So on day one, we are going to prepare you because you've heard me talk about, I'm sure by now, my the five S's that new moms need, which is to prepare their self, their space, their significant other, their skills, and their support. So 
day one, we're going to prepare you because we can't prepare anything else if we don't prepare ourselves, right? So we'll start day one with that. Then we'll go into space the following day. And I don't mean your nursery. And you guys know this if you've been following me for a while. Your space does not just mean the baby's nursery. Although that's what everyone else thinks of right away. It's all about setting up our spaces. We'll go into day three, creating connection with your partner and talk about how you can strengthen your relationship and get it ready for the new dynamics that's going to happen when your baby arrives. And then in day four, we'll go over preparing your new mama skills. And lastly, day five, we're going to talk about creating your support team, which is the last but definitely not the least. When you have the right support team in place, your first six months is incredibly easier than when you do it alone. You truly need a village, not just to help you raise your child, but you need a village to support you. We're also going to have a pop-up Facebook group for this event, for this five-day workshop, and so much more. There's some bonuses and things I can't wait to give you guys. So go to newmomboss.com forward slash PFP dash workshop. Again, that's newmomboss.com forward slash PFP dash workshop. Or you could just go to newmomboss.com to make it easier. There's a sign up bar at the very top. Super easy to do. And I hope to see you there because we are going to make postpartum plan the new thing that every pregnant mama has to do and that everyone is talking about on top of a birth plan. So friend, I hope to see you there. Again, that's newmomboss.com forward slash PFP workshop. You can find it in the show notes. There's a lot more details there. So I just want you to head on over there. And I hope to see you inside the workshop. All right, mamas, that's it for today. Until next time, take care. Hey, mama, before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to this show. I know you have a ton of choices out there, and I am grateful to have you here. If you found this podcast valuable, then chances are other mamas just like you will too. So if you could do us a favor, please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. We, I mean the future listeners and I, would truly appreciate it. Because I'm sure you already know, small actions can have big ripple effects. Also, if you're not already following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me at newmomboss. I love getting connected in DMs and getting to know listeners and also seeing your stories. And lastly, if you're looking for a like-minded community to go on this new mom journey with, then join my free Facebook group called New Mom Lounge. Simply type New Mom Lounge in Facebook and you should easily find it. All right, I hope to connect with you soon. Take care.